Hey, welcome to Ladies Day on Decaf. Taylor here, joined by Stephanie. Um, we took over. We kicked Mark and Justin both off the podcast so that we could have Girls Day. How's it going, Steph? It's going well. Make sure that you share this so that we can get more views than the boys. Yeah. Um, is always our goal. Yes, absolutely. Girl power all day. Stephanie just told me that she just made chocolate protein muffins. I got my nails done. Listen, it's just a girl's day. Girls are just <laughs> really doing it today. Um, one of the big reasons that I wanted to have Stephanie on this week was to talk about the end of the legislative session. She has been a rock star this spring. She had a baby and still led us through the legislative session, and it just wrapped up last week. So, Stephanie, if you could sum up this year's session starting in January, then ending in March, resuming in June and ending in June. How would you sum it up? Well, just like everything else in 2020, it was crazy and a <laughs> wild ride. Um, you know, the good thing that happened was that the legislature passed a right to work constitutional amendment to, right. know, whoop, to add a right to work to our state constitution. It still has another year to go through a general assembly before it reaches the, the ballot um, for voters to ultimately decide whether or not that goes in our state constitution. But it's such an important thing that, um, you know, we just really think it's worthy of being there. And so I think uh, that was probably the good coming out. Um, drug-free school zones. Uh, drug-free school zone also. Awesome. Um, you know, that's been one of those things that's tried, you know, they've tried to pass that for several years. And this year just ended up being the year that it, that it finally got through. And, and just like everything else in 2020, it's, uh, it, why not? Why it not? It surprised us. Well, and for those of you who don't know what we're talking about, previously, the drug-free school zone was a thousand feet, right? So if you were caught with drugs or selling drugs within a thousand feet of a school, it was a huge mandatory minimum. And a lot of people live in that area, major highways, roads. It was just a problem sending a lot of people to, to jail or giving them these huge punishments that it was just too much. And so they lowered it to 500 feet, which is a modest and reasonable zone. Yeah, and they're really trying to make sure that it's being used for what it ultimately was, was set out to be used for, where if you are selling drugs, to children or around children, um, then you should be punished more severely than if you're not. Um, and so that was kind of where that, that came from. But it was sort of like, you know, it might be midnight and school's not in session and you just got caught within a thousand feet of a school, which in some places is really hard. Um, like, it's you know, areas. Right, yeah. So anyway, that enhanced penalty is now sort of up to the DA and, and judge and, and it's for the better. That's that, what we like. Yeah. We like that. All right, so that's the good. Tell us that's about good. the bad. Well, before I get to the bad, I'm also going to say that the legislature was set to finally repeal the hall income tax in January. And uh, it was sort of debated back and forth in the budget on whether or not they were actually going to do that with this budget that we have right now in 2020 and the cuts that needed to be made. Um, and so it ended up that they did keep it in the budget. So uh, for those of you that are paying the hall income tax, that is going away officially in January 2021. Okay. Yes. Our last, our last thing that you could consider an income tax in the state of Tennessee so we can truly call ourselves an income tax-free state. Yes, finally. Woo! <laughs> and then, you know, the bad... <laughs> Womp womp. Uh, the bad was healthcare, I think. We had some great opportunities as a state to get some things done in healthcare, especially with the pandemic and things going on the way that they are this year. Telehealth has been so much more important to people of Tennessee. Um, 
you know, they're having to be flexible and, and even me postpartum, um, my postpartum visit was, um, done electronically. Um, my very regular thyroid visits. I've had two thyroid doctor's appointments. I have to get that checked every three months. I've had two telemedicine appointments. Like we're both really benefiting from this. Yeah. And it makes it so much easier because I feel like if you do need to get lab work done, you can go in and get that done ahead of time. And then you can actually sit down and have that conversation with your physician. Whereas you used to go in, kind of have a pre-conversation with them, get your blood drawn, and you don't really have that second conversation. You know, Phone when calls and emails, and it just made it so much easier, and especially in a time when we don't want to go to the hospital, risk getting germs. You go in, you get your blood work done, you leave, and you get to talk to your doctor. It just made it so much easier, and the yeah. state had an amazing opportunity to expand that, and well... Well, unfortunately, at the end of session, um, it kind of all got wrapped up into um, sort of a back and forth between the House and the Senate. And ultimately, um, just like 2020, everything uh, sort of went everything down. Yeah. Um, so maybe uh, we'll have a good opportunity coming back in January um, to really get some things done. And uh, I think we have a lot of work to do, both in healthcare. Um, and there was some, some discussion about providing some protection for business owners against liability for COVID, um, as long as they were following all the rules that they're supposed to. So, uh, we have a lot of work to do and, uh, we're not gonna, we're not gonna stop, um, sort of looking at these policy issues. Yeah, definitely. Healthcare, property rights, protecting business owners, just really protecting people. I was on a call today and someone was asking me about what Beacon does in the way of economic equality and things like that. And I was like, we really are the voice for economic equality. We want to make sure that the government is getting out of people's way and you get everyone gets the same opportunity to succeed in keeping taxes low and ha being able to, like CON, being able to open a healthcare facility if they want to being able to offer telemedicine or benefit from telemedicine and that's what we're going to do next year things that didn't work this year we just have another year to prove our case as to why we need them yeah and here we go um one thing that i am glad this is going to be a very smooth transition stephanie just watch me one thing that i'm glad that the legislature did not do or that nashville has not yet done is a mandatory mask requirement i know i okay and this is and i'm just going to say it and this might be a hot take, and this is the opinion of Taylor Dawson, maybe not necessarily the opinion okay. of Taylor. Even seatbelt laws to me, I'm like, don't tell people what they have. Oh, to you're going to go as far as, like, seatbelts. Okay. I mean, that's just my opinion. I always wear my seatbelt. I'm a psycho about it. If someone gets in the car, if someone gets in my car, I'm like, put on your daggum seatbelt. But I just feel very strongly about all of these laws that people are saying you have to wear a mask when you go in public. Now, if a private store wants to say, don't come in my store without a mask on, you go girl, do it. Uh, the whole government saying we will give you a ticket if we see you in public without a mask on, ridiculous. Yeah. So the way I feel about it is like, I don't know. I'm, I don't, I definitely don't think that the government should mandate that you wear one. Um, and I think that if you're really concerned about getting the virus and, you know, you have real health conditions, then you should try to stay home as much as possible because you're in that vulnerable population. You shouldn't really be out and about at the store anyway. Um, now, if you need to for a necessity, of course, that's, that's another thing. But I don't think it's right for the government to mandate that 
you have to wear something when you're outside. But the thing that cracks me up the most is why are people wearing them in their car by themselves? That blows my mind all the time. When I see people driving down the road in a mask alone, I'm like, okay, so here's the good part of it is like singing to the radio. No one can see that, I guess. But like you're in your car by yourself. I went and got tested today, actually, because I'm going on a trip next week and all my friends that are going on the trip. Oh, did it hurt? I said, it hurt so bad. Like my nasal passages are still like a little raw, I feel like, but they were, they required us to wear masks while we were getting tested. But then when you get tested, you have to pull it down. It just didn't make a whole lot of sense. The first time I got tested, they didn't do that. It was so, so did they go up both? Okay. So he couldn't get it all the way in. I've got like a funky nose, like my nasal passages are weird. So he stuck it in this nostril first and he couldn't get it back there far enough. So then he had to pull it out and stick it in his nostril. It hurt so bad. And I'm dog sitting right now and I had the dog in the car and he was very concerned. It hurt so bad, but I had to work. really making this. I have to go next week and get it done because we're going to go visit Holt's parents and I want to make sure that we don't bring it to them. Um, <laughs> so I'm just going, you know, preventatively. Yes. Well, that's what I did too. I'm not feeling any symptoms except now I feel like I've got like all this crap in my nose because he's just shoving that stick up there. But you know, it was, we, I was sitting in my car with this mask on and I felt How like long did the actual thing take the test four seconds. It was okay. so quick, so quick, so easy, mostly painless. It was just uncomfortable. Like I was laughing, like I was talking to the guy the whole time and we were laughing about how awkward it is. So <laughs> just an awkward kind of thing. But, um, all that to say, like, if you feel like you have it, go get tested. It's free in most places. And if you feel like it is, yeah. Yeah. And if you feel like you're scared, wear a mask, but on the other side of it, if you aren't scared and you're not worried and you don't wear a mask, don't make fun of people that do. I've had people on both sides, like shaming the other side. This is something that we're all just going to have to work together on and make things work. And, you know, especially outdoors, like there was a post the other day on Facebook that said, I can't believe that you all aren't wearing masks when you're riding your bicycle or you're running. I'm like, it's too hot out and you can't really get it that way. Like from, you know, unless you're just like running behind somebody for 10 minutes straight, like. Exactly. That's not how it works. Yeah, yeah it's not how this works. So everyone needs yeah. to be reasonable and be careful. But yeah. I think you have to make your own personal choice, you know? Quit shaming everybody. Yeah. Um, the government And the government doesn't have all the answers. Case in point, new story that came out today that, what was it? It's like a billion dollars were sent from the IRS and stimulus payments to... Oh, can we not figure out how to, like, mark off when people are dead? Okay, like, don't send them stuff anymore. Like, I don't know. The government has always historically been horrible at this. Like, we cannot figure it out. No, my friend, so there's this guy that works at the Heritage Foundation. His name is Hans. He's from Alabama. He's the leader of their, like, legal center. He does a lot of stuff with elections. And he has always talked about absentee ballots being sent to dead people. Yes. We cannot that figure it out. Okay, that's a problem. Likewise, stimulus payments, a billion dollars worth of stimulus payments being sent to dead people is only going to dig us into a deeper hole than we're already in. And people have different opinions about stimulus payments, whether they're good or they're bad or they're necessary or they're overkill, whatever. That's not what we're talking about right now. What we're talking about is the fact that if the government's going to take something upon themselves and say, we're doing a good thing for the people, they need to get their ship in order. 
Yes, I mean, I really do think that we have to figure out, if, oh my God, it's, awesome. <laughs> it's probably an Amazon delivery. Don't worry, everything's okay. <laughs> Hang on one second. Welcome to uh, live TV or live podcasting. This is what happens. We've all met Mark's dog too. Sorry, my dog is like obsessed with the Amazon delivery driver and every single time that they come, he loses his mind. Um, but going back to stimulus payments, like this is why I think we also need to slow down and take our time when we're doing major policies like that. We need to make sure that when we're sending stuff out that it's to the right people, it's where they live, it's the right address, everything is right, um, they're not dead, they're not dead. That would be a great thing to, to make sure. Yeah, and the government, like, they try to convince us that they're the be-all, end-all, and everything needs government intervention just to make sure it's being done right. Well, they can't even do things right. So why are we going to give them more power? That's what I don't understand about big government supporters, the socialists and the, the people who believe in bigger government. Like, look around. Like, read the room. They're not doing things right to begin with, and they don't have all that much power, and you want to give them more? Yeah, no, we need less. And uh, I definitely would prefer if everybody would would stay out of my day-to-day -day activities. <laughs> I'm done with that. I'm so done. Um, we've talked about a lot of serious things today. Let's switch to something yeah. fun before we go. Okay. As I mentioned in the beginning, Steph is a new mom. Yes, four months in. Four months in, the cutest little baby nug. <laughs> what a transition season to go from being kind of newlywed still. I mean, you and Holt haven't been married that long in the fun yeah. newlywed season to being a mom in quarantine. What, what has that been like? You know, um, it was, so everybody's been like, oh, I can't imagine being quarantined at home, but I literally had him February 21st. And then from there, I think Mar middle March was when things got shut down or beginning yeah. of March. So I only had a couple weeks, I think two weeks, and we got hit by a tornado. So that, you know, that happened a weekend. Um, and so I, it's actually was, was nice and a time that, um, that was really sweet to have um, Holt, my husband, at home with me, with the baby, because they really got to bond. And I don't know if they would have gotten that opportunity if he hadn't been home. Um, yeah, but now I'm ready to be out of the house. <laughs> <laughs> I, know, I know he holds so busy all the time and now he's back at work and yeah. we're doing things and I'm sure baby Robert's getting quite the little personality. Um, is, yeah. What has been your funniest observation? Like, is there anything funny about like you as a mom, Holt as a dad, Robert as a baby that's just blew your mind? You know, I'm a planner and I think that that's been probably the weirdest thing is that you can't really plan your day or I mean, the baby plans the day. Like things just happen and you've got to go with it. Um, and then I've also realized how much I can get done in five minutes. Um, that <laughs> I thought I was a good multitasker before, but man, I can do a lot in five minutes. If I get five minutes to myself, I can make it happen. That is amazing. And poor little guy, he has spent more time watching legislative proceedings in his four months. <laughs> probably have in 28 years he's been on more zoom calls than I think uh I have ever been on in, in like, this entire time he makes very regular appearances on our morning calls I'm honestly surprised he's not wiggle wiggle worming is he napping right now he's at he started daycare last daycare. week so he is he is finally at daycare and he is he's doing great there and it's only part of the day it's like from nine to three I take him 
nine to two. It just really depends on the day. Um, and they're being really careful there um, about COVID. Well, congratulations on the little bundle of joy, Beacon's future lobbyist, <laughs> yeah. uh, a, a future Beaconite. He mm -hmm. is just the cutest little wiggle worm, um, and we've been excited to get to know him. Um, any final thoughts, Stephanie, for Girls' Day on the pod? Oh, man. What was the best thing that you've done since you've kind of been coming out of quarantine? Oh, Oh, um, I went to the beach for a few days and that was really fun, but also, and this is so shallow and I'm just going to say it, I've been able to get my nails done again. I bite my nails. It's a terrible habit. And so mm -hmm. when I get them done, I don't do it. And honestly, I missed it. What about you? Um, I think getting my hair done was the, the best thing because I had been in you know, post, like right before I had the baby, I got it done at the end of January. And then I was kind of like not able to do anything outside of the house with a newborn. Um, and so my hair was, whew, that was crazy. And it just, it was a nice like two hours to myself um, where I kind of didn't have to think about anything important. Yeah. Yeah, it's so, and just hugging your friends again, like, we went out to lunch the other day in the office, like, it's just yeah. nice to be able to break out, but look, look at us, like, we make fun of our, us having a girl's day, but I'm like, I got my nails done, I got my nails done. <laughs> <laughs> these are the things exactly. that we <laughs> yes, exactly. I'm glad to be, to be out of it, um, thank you for joining me today, Stephanie, this is fun, thank you, I have to do this more often, um, signing okay, a over. We'll see y'all next week. All right. Bye. Bye.